Hello, podcasters. It's Julie's story. This is the podcast where I keep it real in the journey of being a boss babe, a wife, a mother. This is where I tell you hilarious stories. I give you wisdom. I keep it real in the journey so that your day can be better, so that you can be listening to somebody that you can relate to because, girl, you know we do not always have it all together. And speaking of that, this episode is more uncovering of that. I'm talking about waves that I hit this week. I'm talking about how to deal with those. I'm talking about uh, just revelation of 2019 and strength. And this one is really close to my heart. I This one is great. I just, I hope that you get so much out of it. As always, I would love to hear from you. Tweet me at Julie underscore story. Tell me what is some of your favorite parts of the podcast tweet me something i'd love to hear from you so can't wait to talk soon and you get all this goodness right after this message from my sponsors hello i don't know why i like sing when i like say hello do you ever do that i feel like like i'm a broadway performance waiting to happen i'm so glad to be here on a tuesday recording this podcast for you Oh my gosh, it's podcast number 50. And I feel so overwhelmed with gratitude. Like I just can't even say thank you enough for listening, for continuing to listen, to support for supporting this, for sending me comments. Like it really does mean so much to me because I'm here sharing my life with you, my heart with you, my journey with you. And it just means so much just to hear that it matters and that it resonates with you and that you maybe can see some of your story in mine or maybe I'm just here to entertain you. It doesn't matter either way. I'm so happy that you're here. So on podcast number 50, I'm going to be honest, like I've started this podcast a couple times and then I deleted it. I feel like it's just one of those moments where I'm like, I got to push through. I don't know what's on the other side of this. I got to push through because there's something for you and there's something for me in this. And I can't wait to like discover it as I, you know, talk and share stories and just live life with you. I feel like doing podcasts twice a week, it really, um, it really does invite you into my space, which is super cool and also super intimidating too because unless you tell me or give me feedback, I have no idea if I'm like, if it like is resonating with you, if it's not, like I'm just like, I hope this matters. Here you go, publish, like just send it out there. So again, I love hearing back from you. So this past, um, this past week has been it's been a week. <laughs> I feel like the last little bit here has been such a bumpy road. And like, I'm not a negative person at all. Like I, and you've listened, like I, there's been so many days where I'm just like, everything's amazing. I'm just so happy. I feel like it's a butterfly year, yada, yada, yada. And then somewhere along the lines, we went back to like reputation era. I don't know what happened. Like just, you know, not a nod to Taylor Swift there. It's just that part in the story where you know, you have the main character and they're obviously amazingly funny and they're incredibly gorgeous and they're probably around 5'2". Uh, just, you know, this is an arbitrary character. And, 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 you know, like, she's just going through life and there's amazing things happening. And then, you know, that part of the story where you're like, everything's too good. Something, Something's gonna happen. I turn to Audrey all the time when watching movies. I'm like, that person's gonna die. That person is straight up good. There's no way that person's living. Like, we love that person too much. Uh, that person's too amazing. There's too many good things going on. That person's going to die. 
Have you ever done that before? You're like watching a movie, you're just like, look at your spouse, you're like, they're dead. And then you're right, like three minutes later, they die and you're like crying together. Yeah. It's kind of like the movie Up. You know, started that movie and this is a spoiler if you haven't seen Up, fast forward the next five seconds. Just watching that movie, you're like, oh, cool, oh, the amazing relationship. Oh my gosh, they can't have kids. And then you're just like, oh no. No, 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 no. You could just feel it. You could feel Pixar's like, no, come down this road, come down this road, smash your hopes and dreams. So that's what I kind of feel like. Uh, it's just, a, just lots of plot twists, lots of plot twisting. Didn't see coming. Um, didn't, you know, didn't know this, we were going to get here. And um, just using that analogy for myself a whole lot, which is the wave analogy. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast where the wave's going to come and you know it's going to go, but in the middle of it, you're like, oh my goodness, Batman, like send the bat signal right now. Uh, it made me think of this, this movie that we actually just watched recently. Um, it has the girl from Divergent. I can't remember her name. She's so incredibly talented. Um, can't remember her name. Sorry. Love her. But she was in this movie that was called, uh, also can't remember the name of the movie. Mm, sorry, I'm 32 now. Apparently I can't remember anything. But it was this movie about this true life story of another person. I can't remember their name either. Uh, where this, um, it's not a spoiler because it's like, it's about her real life. So the whole premise of the movie is this, uh, what I'm about to tell you. She gets um, stuck in a uh, hurricane in, and she's like traveling to California with her boyfriend. She gets stuck in a hurricane and on a sailboat and the entire boat like goes crazy. Like everything's the worst. And she kind of wakes up and that's the movie. She's on this boat and she's nowhere near close to where they were supposed to be. And she's got to figure out how am I surviving this moment? And, like, as I was talking about my, my week, or it's just, like, I just, all I saw was, like, the tornado moment where they're both standing, and they just, like, see this wave, and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, what are we going to do? Um, yeah, it's, it's been that. And, and, you know, I talk a lot about the journey here, and I talk a lot about, well, what do you do when you're in those moments, and what do you do when you're trying to deal with life and everything that's going on, when, when stuff's hitting you left and right, and it seems like, what the crap, like, it's just, it's coming every which way. Like, why can't we just chill out? Like, why are we the most right now with everything that's going on? And I've, I've, I've realized that, um, it really helps me in the middle of those moments to, to acknowledge the fact that I won't feel like this forever. This is a new thing as of 32. I don't know why nobody ever like drilled this into me ever, but, you know, Mama said there'd be days like this, that song. My, it's just, I just didn't grab onto the wisdom of like, hey, there's going to be days like this. But like, just acknowledge the fact of hope on the other side. And particularly when, when, you're, when you are going through so many ups and downs, it gets, um, sometimes it feels tough. Sometimes it's tough like, to acknowledge the hope that's on the other side. But I really, in this past week, I have seen where I've matured. And um, I just want to encourage you that if you're going through something, like, can you take a little minute and just acknowledge the fact that you've been through so much stuff? You've been through hell. You have 
so many spiritual muscles, you could legitimately win a spiritual um, bodybuilding competition because you just have been through so much. And, um, and that you're showing up to whatever it is that you're walking through differently. And that, it, just that alone is, uh, is worthy of acknowledgement and celebration. And, and even it's just like a little moment of like, you know what? Like, I owned this. I own this wave. I rebuilt the mast from nothing. And I have picked myself up off the ground. And, um, you know, I, looking at myself and just kind of the things that have happened and, and realizing that had I been in this week, um, like had the situations happened this week that are happening now, had they happened like eight years ago, it would have wiped me out. Oh, goodness sakes. I could... I definitely wouldn't be on a podcast. Like I definitely would not have been okay. And I think that alone is worth acknowledging. And I and I would just want to encourage you in, in the middle of your story and in your journey, acknowledge your own greatness. I got this revelation in 2019. Let me tell you about the revelation of 2019, okay? About to go preacher on you. Um, which by the way, every time that I preach, I have preached various times and various different things. It's always like Narnia to me. I always say this when I get up to speak because I lose all sense of time and space because I love it so much. So I could be up there for like 15 minutes and I'm like, has it been three hours? I don't know. Has it been 45 seconds? I have no idea. I always have my phone up there when I'm speaking um, just so I can be like live tweeting. No, just kidding. Um, So that I can see how long it's been because I just like, this is so much fun. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know what time it is. Um, But anyway, so... uh, so back to the revelation of 2019. The revelation that I got in 2019 was that um, God gives you strength. We've heard this. You've heard this. God, raise your hand if you've heard this. Yes. Uh, God gives you strength. I just realized I just asked you to raise your hand. Um, for those of you who did just raise your hand right now, I just want to say that I also raised my hand. Anyway, he gives you strength. That means that you possess strength from God. Now, this was a revelation to me this, uh, this year, partly because I started going to counseling. Highly recommend seeing somebody that you can just unload your life in a safe place that gives you new perspectives. Um, my counselor was encouraging me in, in my strength, in just my journey and the things I've walked through. And I don't know that I had anybody ever in my life encourage me in my strength the way that she did, because I had a belief system that I have nothing. God has everything. So I, I would walk around living like I was weak and I couldn't do it and pray and hope that God would show up instead of exercising the strength that he gave me because he's with me and because he's alongside of me. This was mind-blowing to me. How in the world did I go from I'm what you call a cradle Christian. So my parents are Christians. My dad was a deacon in a church when I was born. I have been in church my whole life. And yet, I got the revelation of strength at age 32. (laughs) 
I wish, I wish I had grabbed onto that any other time before now. Like, I wish that I'd really gotten that, but I didn't. Like, I just, I just live like, God, you have it up there. You have it wherever you are. You're, you know, you're over there with the strength. Please give me some. Like, I'm a pauper, not a queen. And it's so weird. And this is one of the reasons why, like, I started creating educational content for women that is empowering their own greatness because there's too many of these belief systems that keep us living like we're less all the time and you pick it up from all kinds of people it's not just religious communities or you know the family that you're raising or kids it's everywhere we pick up these ideologies and these philosophies that are terrible. And then we walk around with them and we're, you know, spilling out and bleeding out and all these things. And we're like, we wonder why our lives are not reflecting who we know we can be. Because we're like living alternate from the truth. I didn't get this. And I was around amazingly powerful leaders. And for some reason, maybe they said it, maybe they didn't. Maybe I heard it a bunch of times and it just didn't click until... Somebody else said it in the way they said it. But I got it. I got that I am strong because God gives his strength to me. I get to exercise the strength of who God is because he gave me his strength. I am not, I am not a hot mess on the floor. I, you know, I can feel those things. I can feel weak. I can feel frustrated. I can feel discouraged. But I am not defined by those things. I'm defined by who God says that I am. I'm made in God's image. So that means the attributes of who God is, I have. Which means that I am strong. I realized this. One of the last times I preached I got, I got caught on this beautiful um, I am statement. I wanted to call it a sentence. <laughs> I am is not a sentence, Julie. You need to calm down. Um, I am. Like whatever follows I am and inside of our mindsets, like our declarations over ourselves, is what our life will become. So when we look at our businesses and our mindsets in our businesses and raising amazing kids and you know pursuing our dreams and all these things we have to be very aware of the i am statements that we're telling ourselves what do we believe about who we are and what's following those two words i am and i realized that you know moses you heard the story god tells moses you know tell them that i am that's that's what god says like i am i am i am i am Sam. <laughs> so my mind just went to Dr. Seuss. Um, probably because my daughter was just in a Seussical. This is a sidebar. Uh, she was just in a Seussical this past uh, week. She was one of the, the who's. It was so cute. I love going. Don't you just love going to little kid things and like seeing them try new things? It's so, it's so wonderful. It makes me think about like when God sees us trying new things. I wonder if he gets as delighted. Anyway, so I am. So... God says, this is who I am, I am. That's my name. And I realized that when we say the words, I am, 
we're essentially setting uh, ourselves up to make a declaration that begins with God. God says that my name is I am. So I love this because we are who we are because first it was God. And so to even declare something over ourselves in the English language, we must first set it up with God. Isn't that so cool? So then it made me start thinking about, because you know I'm all about the inward work that leads to the outward journey in women's lives and businesses. The inward work that leads to the outward journey. So when we are thinking things like, I am not enough, or I am unworthy, or those kinds of more negative connotations, it doesn't even, it like, it, it doesn't compute even with our DNA because we were not made and created to be less. We were made and created to go from amazingness to more amazingness. And yeah, we can look at our lives and our week and our waves and say, my life isn't manifesting my beliefs right now. My life is not reflecting my belief system right now. But how often do we take what's reflected out there and change our philosophy internally? That's my question. Because as soon as we start doing that, we then start to perpetuate the negative philosophy that got us there in the first place. That doesn't, this is, that does not mean that we're not going to go through things. And you, you heard me say this. That's not, that does not mean that we're not going to go through some things. It, it doesn't matter how positive you think, you're going to hit some road bumps sometimes. But the interesting thing about your thinking and our thinking and those I am statements is that when you have set your internal work up in alignment with what is true, when you get to the road bumps, you show up to them differently because your beliefs are in alignment with what is true. I think one of the reasons why I harp on this so much is because there was such a long time that I didn't get this at all. I, I went through such dark seasons. I mean, really dark for me. Um, where I, I was so familiar with pain that, that pain was almost comforting, if that makes sense. I don't know if you've ever gotten to that place. I hope that you never have. But there's some, there were some things that were going on in my life that were so incredibly tra- challenging that pain and condemnation and oppression felt familiar because I had experienced them so much that they were like, I mean, I would make the decision to like, okay, I, I'm experiencing this pain and this really sucks but I don't even know how to get out of it. And so I'm just going to sit here in it. And I really didn't know how to get out of it. And there's a lot of other variables that are playing into that. Just, just big picture here. And it sucked. And it was really difficult. And it was really hard. And one of the things that made it so incredibly hard was my mindset. My mindset kept me trapped 
in so many different ways. And I wouldn't let myself think or imagine or help to lead myself out of the really bad place that I was in. And I think it's one of the reasons why I talk about this so much because when I got that you're, you, you get to decide, you get to decide how you handle the things that are going on inside of you. You get to, you get to decide how you're going to show up to those speed bumps, those waves, those tornadoes. You get to decide how you're going to handle them. And it, the internal work might not manifest the external work soon. It might take a minute. It might take longer than a minute. But if you can get to a place where you're settled so that you experience something, it's very difficult. The waves are coming. And I, and I don't want to like, I, I don't want you to forget that I started this with everything was the worst. <laughs> I don't want you to forget that. Because I don't want to, I never want to come into my life and my brand and this podcast like I figured it all out and like I got it and I, no, like I'm, I'm learning. But what I've learned is that how I show up in the middle of the, the speed bumps and the storms has a lot to do with how I've prepped for them. And that has a lot to do with the internal dialogue that I'm having with myself it is it's I feel like it's almost easier like I was saying like it was easier in those moments of the of the pain and now it's not familiar at all now I don't have anything in common with that season that I was in and that time and that pain I don't have anything in common with that so when something bad happens I don't my mental space it doesn't even go there it can't go there anymore because I, I, don't, I don't entertain. Whatever you feed is going to flourish. I don't feed that anymore. Um, and that, you know, that happened with age and wisdom and the gray hairs that I have currently. But, um, you know, we, we're going to hit these moments. And it's what we do with those moments that matters. I always tell my kids, I tell them, it doesn't matter if you make a mistake, you're going to make a mistake. But character is how you show up in the middle of that mistake and what you do with it. And I realized for me, in thinking about my strength and how God has given me strength and he has been raising me and fathering me, I'm not the same daughter that I was 10 years ago, that um, strength isn't, not letting, like strength is not numbing your feelings. Strength is not not crying. I think one of the most strong things that we can do in the middle of our moments is acknowledge them, acknowledge our vulnerability, and express that in a healthy way, in whatever way that looks like for us. For some people, the expression of their pain is being quiet, sitting alone, um, for some people, it's crying. For some people, it's maybe they feel really, really frustrated um, and they go on a walk or a run. Like expressing it in a way that is healthy. I think that that is extremely strong. Strength is not ignoring it, rushing past it, pretending it didn't happen, pretending that your life is perfect, pretending that you got it all together. It's not. I believe that that's a sign of insecurity. 
the most insecure people hide behind a uh, a, a facade, you know, a, a performance entity. I was listening this week because I'm writing a little little ebook work workbook about showing up in your brand authentic. Because I, f- I really believe that this is a huge key that sets people free. It's in- in- just to start showing up, to start doing things that they don't want to do, like start doing videos. You know how many, how many women are so terrified to do a video of themselves? It's, it's my- and I, I was there. I totally was there. And then I was like, I don't like that I'm afraid of this. Let me deal with this. And it took a really long time and it was really hard. And I had to, I had to learn to listen to myself. I had to learn to listen to my, I can listen to my video. I can listen to my podcast. I can listen to myself speak. It does not embarrass me. It doesn't bother me at all. I actually like doing it because it helps me learn about myself. It took a really long time to get there. But so many different women are showing up in their space afraid of being found out for who they really are. And that makes me so sad. Like, it makes me so sad that there's an entire army, generations of women that are so afraid of being found out. What are we going to find out? We're going to find out that you're, that you, you, you're amazing? Like, we're going to find out that your heart is so beautiful and vulnerable, that you, you feel things really deeply, that your gifts are incredible, that you make mistakes sometimes, but in the middle of those mistakes, you, sh- you show up with integrity and honor. Like, what are we going to find out? It reminds me of um, my kids. They're in that stage where they're having crushes. And um, I, I spent years, I spent years building in them how normal it is to have those feelings as a child. I remember having crushes when I was little. Every, all the kids have crushes. They start to feel things for other people. Normal. Good. It's great. You have a crush on somebody? Great. What is it about their greatness that you see? And what's so interesting is that kids are so embarrassed to have a crush on someone. They're so embarrassed to let people know that they see somebody else's greatness and they like it. Where does that come from? Why are kids so embarrassed of this? Why are we embarrassed to honor somebody else? And, I, and, and I've been like helping them, like just talking to them a lot about it over the last couple years of like, hey, you're going to have crushes. Okay, cool. Tell me, what, what do you love about them? What do, what, do, what do you admire about who they are? What do you like about who they are? What, what is it that you are drawn to in this person? And start helping them acknowledge it. And now when they tell me they have crushes, they immediately tell me the greatness that they see in somebody else. They've actually had to practice that. And they're no longer embarrassed to tell me anymore. They're no longer, they no longer keep it a secret because it's now part of our culture to honor the greatness in somebody else. Mind-blowing. But what we're not used to is, as a culture is honoring the greatness in us. And we're so used to those negative kind of I am statements that we, it feels really real to us when we're saying it, right? Like it feels so real. Like I'm, I'm never going to be able to do this. Like I'm not like her. It feels so real. It's like, it feels so real. It actually feels like they're our own thoughts. Like it came from us. Like 
and it didn't. We had to learn uh, insecurity from culture, from other people, from a lot of different variables, but there's not a single baby or child that is born thinking that they're not great. You ask a room full of kindergartens, kinder, kindergartners, kindergartner boys, you ask them, hey, uh, who's the strongest in here? Every single hand is going to go up. Like kids have this beautiful ability to just believe in themselves. And then around age seven, eight, you ask the same question. And not as many hands go up. They start looking around and they, they can acknowledge where their difference is between them and somebody else. I heard this amazing TED Talk this week. Um, and it was about you know, being authentic. And I was, you know, looking up and reading and learning more about authenticity. And just, I love to hear from thought leaders. And, um, this woman was talking about how, um, how we can actually, um, show up in our space and in our world, um, completely different than who we actually are because we are so afraid of being vulnerable. And in the process of listening to that and learning about that, I found this quote by Dr. Phil and he was talking about how we have, oftentimes people have two different versions of themselves. One of them is the fictional version of themselves and that's the version that they present to everybody else and the other is the real version of themselves. And of course, Dr. Phil, you know, his charge was like, just be authentic, like be who you are. And um, this is really difficult, isn't it? For some reason, because of millions of little variables, it seems like this is very difficult. And I really struggled with this too for a really long time. Because I was really insecure. I was really insecure with where my brand was and where my business was. And I felt like I didn't know how to um, show up in my space with who I am while walking out some really difficult times. I really struggled. And um, it wasn't until it got so bad that I just stopped caring. That's when I dyed my hair blue. It got so bad. Everything was so bad that... I just said, who cares what people think? Because I would rather show up in my world and in my life with, um, with myself than to keep trying to present an image that doesn't look and feel anything like me. And that was right around the time that I started letting my more comedic self come out. Can you believe that I've always been this like ridiculous joke. So I'm sure you've got these little quirks that you have too. Um, I've always been this ridiculous, jo- ridiculous jokester, but I didn't know how to be that in my brand. And so I just didn't let anybody know that part about me for so long. And I didn't even like realize I was doing it, but I just really wanted to be like the other women who are like amazing. And I didn't see any other industry comedians at all. So it was just like, oh, just big struggles because I was like, I don't see myself and anybody else. So let me look more like them. And this lady that I was talking to you about that was doing the TED Talk, she said, figure out how you're different and be more of that. And as soon as she said that, like I was able to, it was like that aha moment, like in, you know, in a movie where 
the char- the main character finally like connects all these pieces and it's like you see all these different scenes and you, you, they show you things you didn't see before it was like that for me because I had been even like even recently I've been wrestling with how do I be like comedic and just love the de- you know I'm an introvert so I'm like love the depth of everything and love the deepness and love the wisdom and love the revelation and like how do I be that Like, I don't know because I haven't seen anybody else do what it is that I'm doing. So I really struggled for a minute. Like, how in the world do I show up with all these many facets of my personality? And Andre would look at me. He's like, you're crazy. Like, just do it. Like, what's your problem? Like, people, it's resonating with people. Like, just keep doing it. I was like, well, I don't know because, you know, like, how do I sometimes I want to make a comedic video and then sometimes I want to, you know, and he's just like, I don't, he just didn't get it. He just didn't get the struggle. And you're probably listening is like, I don't get what you're talking about. Like everything you do is like, cool. Like I don't like, but this is my struggle. I was like, I don't know how to be like ridiculous and goofy and just the most. And also like really deep and wise at the same time. Cause I feel like the only thing I've ever seen is like, you're either a comedian or you, you know, you're an educator like where are the comedic educators I don't know but apparently that's where I'm headed so welcome I'm going to talk a lot about ridiculous things um I already have been thinking about if I was going to do a stand-up you know someday maybe never uh, I would talk about my third boob um so you know it's coming and if you don't know what that is it's there's overflow in the armpit and um I think if I were ever to do that little bit standing on stage and I said like, hey, I have three boobs and like nobody knew me and they didn't know my podcast, I immediately someone just started like analyzing my body and there'd just be like this awkward moment where they're like trying to figure out where my boob is and I'm looking at them and I know they're trying to figure out where my boob is, but they can't like they can't see it and it's like really awkward, like why are you why are you trying to like solve this in your mind right now? Like why are you trying to find it? Like that would just be like this awkward moment. But you know, like, we we all have these, like, little quirks and these little differences. And that's one of the reasons why I talk about that stuff. And I talk about not being able to blend my eyeshadow. Like, I wanted to be an influencer so dang bad. My makeup didn't look great. Like, that's kind of a prerequisite for, like, being an influencer. Like, you have to, like, you have to have some things. And I didn't have those. So I'm like, well, what do I have? I have bald spots on the side of my head that's one of the reasons why I did a video today about how to cover that up on my Instagram like that that's real and what I found is like by acknowledging my own just silliness it's so much more freeing doing that so I just want to encourage you that whatever your um whatever way that you're different like turn into that even if even if some of your differences are I just walked through a really bad week but I'm here. My coffee's lukewarm just like yours. I mean, actually, I'm not drinking coffee. It's tea. But, you know, those little things of, like, walking through stuff is so relatable. And that doesn't mean you have to share everything in the way that you hear people doing it or the way I do it. Or whatever. Like, do what's right for you. But don't get stuck in your own box of this is the way. And inside of that, you keep yourself from actually becoming it's amazing what can happen if you start to see the same thing you've been looking at from a different perspective. Amazing. It's like your world completely unlocks. You get 
a breath of fresh air when you needed it most. Um, one of the things, a couple of things I wanted to tell you in, in honor of brand building, and then we will wrap up this glorious podcast, number 50, is um, one of the things I started doing this week that has been awesome is I started getting over myself in a different way. Um, you know, Gary Vee always talks about, you know, don't create content, document the journey. And I really resonated with that. And so I thought, well, how can I document my journey more? And so I started making videos. Um, and one of the things about making funny videos or making videos is that the editing is a beast. Like I can make videos all day long, but editing that stuff, you ever try to edit a video? It takes forever. It's about an hour for every minute of the video. So if I ever make a nine, like I told you this, if you ever make a nine, if you ever see me come out with a nine minute anything, I need you to sit down because, and watch it because the Lord knows I was there for nine hours editing that. But I just, I just like, I was like, you know what? Why don't I just roll with it and just start making videos that are not edited? It's been really awesome. I highly encourage you to, I'm telling you this stuff because it's, it's working for me and I want it to work for you too. Get over that hump of like feeling scared or feeling like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Like the more you practice, I promise you, the easier it gets. Uh, I can I can tell you that because I've done 50 podcasts with no scripts. Um, the other thing that I wanted to tell you about was doing, I'm trying to think. I had two things and now I can't think of the other one. No. Okay. So we'll just give you one today. I'm sure it'll come up and you'll hear it on my Thursday podcast. So, so much love. This is your year. Take it seriously. Take your dreams seriously. Take your habits seriously. And please, please take the time that you need to love yourself, to get to know yourself. You're going to be with yourself for the rest of your life. So might as well get to know her backwards, forwards, the good, the bad, the ugly, and understand that the way that you are afraid of people judging you is probably not the way that you'll ever be judged. Like the fear that you have about stepping out or doing a video, or doing a podcast or like, you know, doing these things. Most of that will never happen in your life. I'm not going to say all of it because I don't know. But most of the fears that we have never actually manifest. So, so much love. So much gratitude. Thank you so much. I would love to hear back from you. Go ahead and tweet me at Julie underscore story. And I will be in touch soon. Okay. Bye.